0: Hello, everyone. I'm Matthias Rhee. Welcome back to another episode of the Finance for Students podcast, hosted by myself and Gavin Shane. After this episode, be sure to check out our previous interview with Humphrey Yane. Today, we have our guest, Nash Theo, who recently graduated with a finance degree and is a finance YouTuber. Nash, would you give us a little bit more background on yourself?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me, guys. Uh, it's a pleasure. Uh, my name is Nash. Uh, I went to UTSA. I got my. um finance degree, bachelor's in business, uh, focused on finance, Uh, mainly focusing on corporate finance and uh, graduated about two years ago. Uh, I've been working in finance ever since uh, for uh, maybe a year and a half as a financial analyst and then I went to work as a business consultant at EY. Uh, I can say that now since I no longer work there. Uh, But after a little while, I went back to, um, you know, to industry. So now I work as a, you know, financial analyst supervisor. I have uh, a few analysts that work underneath me and I train a lot of financial analysts as well. Uh, And on my free time, I like to make YouTube videos on finance because there's not enough content, uh, you know, that's related to finance. And um, I like that you guys are doing this. That's why I wanted to uh, get in on this interview. So so you
2: you said that you're a finance analyst. Can you tell us a little bit about what that job kind of consists
1: of? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, I'll give you the general description and then I go into what I was actually doing. So it depends on the industry that you work in, right? So if you're going to go work for uh, maybe in healthcare, you can work as a financial analyst in healthcare. Uh, so you're going to be doing, uh, it's kind of like the same type of work, right? So you can have someone that's in healthcare and you can have someone that works for maybe McDonald's and someone that works for an um, investment bank. The work is the same, but the data that you use is different. So for me, I went to work for an insurance firm, uh, which is actually a third-party administrator. So they connect, you know, uh, clients which are individual companies to uh, insurance carriers, and they do all the background work. So as a financial analyst, you work with premiums, claims, you work with, uh, you know, data that's related to insurance. So that's what I did, and uh, you know, you work in Excel all day. So the more formulas you know, the better.
0: Yeah, so uh, seeing as you know I have a finance degree, would you recommend that people major in finance or economics today, or do you think that they are better majors?
1: Um, so for me, I'm gonna be biased, obviously. <laughs> I was a finance major, and you know, I st- I should started off as an accounting major because I wanted to be an accountant because my mother's an accountant. Um, you know, and after you know my first year of college, I had an internship with the city. And I realized I didn't want to do accounting. So I switched over to finance because that was what I actually wanted to do. The accounting was because my mom was an accountant and I saw how she liked it. I was like, maybe I'll like it. Really, I didn't like it. Uh, but I'm going to say finance, Um, you know, Simply because you can do so much with finance, you can uh, go work in any industry that you like. And there's so many different routes that you can go with finance. Uh, You can go the route of being an accountant with a finance degree, right? You can go at the route of like just straight finance. You can go work in, you know, the private sector, like in banking. You can go work in the government. I've worked for, uh, you know, I interned for the city of San Antonio where I live. Uh, as a, as a, in the fiscal services department, where it was like an accounting department, but I was doing finance as well. Um, I've interned with the fire department, you know, doing uh, finance for them. So I just feel like you could do so much with finance. And even though I like accounting as well, accounting is more like if you're going to be an accounting major, that means your goal is to get a CPA eventually, all right? <laughs> so I feel like accounting is more focused in economics. I think it's a really good major. Um, I just don't see how you can apply it to, uh, you know, the things that you can apply finance. I think it's too focused on, you know, just, you know, the just economics itself. Uh, I know for finance, you have to learn a little bit of accounting. You have to understand, you know, accounting one and two, the basics. Uh, for accounting, you have to understand a little bit of finance as well. But for economics, I think, you, you know, it's kind of like, you know, secluded. It's just like its own thing. And I don't think you can apply it to a lot of things. But it's a good measure as well. You know, since it's under business, I think it's good. Anything under business is really good.
2: And so you said that finance kind of has more applications than economics. Uh, where do you see those applications other than in just your work?
1: Uh, so you can look at personal finance, right? You know, knowing how to manage your money is a, is, a, is a good thing. Especially if you have a good job that pays you a lot of money. You see a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. Because they don't have good personal finance skills and they don't really teach these in high school or in college, really, unless you go look for a course or go look for, you know, something that's external from, you know, your, what's being taught in your school.
2: And you said it's a really important skill to learn. How? What do you think is like the best way to learn it? Would it, be, would it be an internship or like a course or watching YouTube videos or what do you think is the best way to learn it?
1: I would say the best way to learn is to practice, really, because you can watch a video <laughs> and you're not going to remember everything. You know, they would tell you like five different formulas. You're not going to remember those. So you have to practice. One of the ways that I practiced myself was uh, I remember I was a sophomore in college and uh, the, luckily my business uh, business degree. They had uh, an option to take in the Microsoft Excel class. And I thought it was so interesting the things we were learning. So I'd go outside of class. Uh, I remember I used to purchase courses on Udemy. I uh, want, you know, intro to Microsoft Excel and I would learn how to do something like a VLOOKUP and then I'll go on uh, websites like, um, I think Fiverr, that's that was one of them. And then I'll say, you know, list a service, I'll do VLOOKUPs for any data you want. So I'll get like people to pay me and I'll practice, right? And I couldn't mess up because if you mess up, they say redo it, redo it again, redo it again. I'll look up how to do it if I mess something up. But that that's probably the best way to learn to to practice. You know, if you uh, and practicing is hard, too, if you don't know what to do with, like, you know, with the formula. So the way I kind of did I did that, was, I got over that was to go on Fiverr and, you know, have a job. You know, someone's like, can you do this? And I do it. And they're like, no, nah, you didn't do it right. And I'll find another way of doing it as well. Again, but you have to practice, like just practice, practice, practice. So the more you do it, the more it becomes like, you know, secondhand knowledge. Right now, I work with a lot of analysts that are new. And, uh, you know, they don't have a lot of strong Excel skills. And I'm teaching them, hey, you can actually uh, do this formula here. It will make everything a lot easier. They're like, but how do you know what formula to apply? Where should I use this one? Like, how do you know? I'm like, you just, once you do it for so long, it becomes like, you know, just like muscle memory. Like, okay, you can do this over here. You can do this over here.
0: You were talking about how your Excel class was really important how it was super helpful. But I was also watching one of your videos and you were talking about how, Many of the classes that you took were just not helpful towards your degree, such as Texas history. Um, yeah. Is there a way that you recommend just avoiding these or getting out of yeah. them?
1: Yeah, actually, I love Texas, by the way, <laughs> but the class, because I took that in high school. But um, so I made the mistake of not of just, you know, going of taking AP classes in high school. Right. Those aren't going to help you in college. You're probably harder than college AP classes uh, in high school. But uh, one of the ways that some of my friends they were taking dual credit classes. I think that's what they call them. I don't know if they call them them across the nation the same name, but it's like dual enrollment. You're like in high school, but you take college classes at a community college. You might might be like a history class. And those classes usually give you... uh, uh, college credit so whenever you go to you know you go to college they can waive that you can just get the credit and you don't have to take those classes I think that's the only way you can get over that there's also another way of you can um, I think you can test out of classes but I think there's like a limit or something like that in college that's going to depend on the college itself but um, yeah so dual enrollment or dual credit classes in high school those are going to save you stop taking the AP classes and just do dual credit classes those are going to help you're going to skip the line uh, I was taking um, Texas history. I took, um, I think I took a U.S. history class. Uh, these are classes I took in high school. I took um, uh, some science classes, <laughs> some physics classes, some art classes that I could have taken in those dual credit classes in high school and had skipped the the line.
2: Uh, so obviously you have a finance degree. Uh, but what opportunities did you see open with that finance degree? uh other than what you would normally have without the finance degree and then is a financial analyst the only option that opens up through a finance degree
1: um yeah that's a really good question so uh when, when I was about to graduate I started applying for jobs and uh you know uh I think it was based on the internships that I had. They felt like I had a lot of experience, so I obviously had more opportunities than a regular person when they're graduating with just like maybe two internships or maybe one, and um, a really good GPA. But um, you know, I was gonna go work at. Uh, I was gonna go to um, the Big Four initially. Then I was gonna go to. Um, didn't want to go to investment banking because <laughs> I heard about the terrible hours that they they put in over there. Um, so I ended up going to like an insurance firm, right? Because, you know, I found I found that was going to be more interesting. Quite frankly, they offered more money. <laughs> but um, you're saying that uh, I think the other part of the question was, uh, would I have gotten the same opportunities without the finance degree? Yes, there are people that I work with that don't even have a finance degree, but they have really good jobs. Um, and I think the only advantage that a finance degree or any college degree gives you is going to be. Uh, it's going to give you kind of like an advantage over someone who doesn't, it opens up the door, right? So you might, you know, we might have um, applied for the same job. They say, I have a degree, someone else does not. And we both get in the door. Uh, but once you get in the door, you have to prove that you deserve to be there. right? So if I had a degree and the person without the degree is working harder than me, then they might you know be promoted before me so i think a college degree just gives you just opens up the door for you but your performance is what's going to really determine you know where you're going to go on um, the career wise or just um like in your job so i don't say i wouldn't say like you need a college degree to you know or finance degree to work in finance the only thing it does is it opens up the it just opens up the door for you and uh, once you get in, you have to perform, and the better you perform, the more the you know the luckier you're gonna get. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think you you need it, you know. And mostly people that have you know degrees, once you get to to your job, you're you're gonna be a freshman again. Like they're gonna retrain you. The things you learned in college, you have to unlearn all of those. You know, I've uh, you know I've worked with some new college graduates that are you know so adamant about but they said we have to do it this way in college i'm like we don't do it this way in the real world right we don't, we're not doing it like that so you have to relearn everything depending on like you know the job itself how they do things um so I, it's not gonna sometimes you have to forget like 90 percent of the things you learned in college um but yeah you don't need a finance degree to work in finance
0: you were talking about how you avoided investment banking because the long hours at your current job do you have like a pretty good like work-life balance or is it still pretty, pretty tough.
1: Um, I mean, I could, but uh, me, I, I like, I like to work. That's kind of like what I do. So I, I go to work. Uh, I like to go fishing. I go uh, hiking. I do those on the weekends, but um, you know, I enjoy what I do. So like, obviously I'm going to, you know, do more of that. Uh, But I think if I wanted to, I could have a good work-life balance. And at the same time, if you are in, and this is one of the things that uh, a lot of you know college graduates are looking for in a job which is you know uh work-life balance and i've always been against that for new people because you have to work really really hard isn't let's say you're a first year analyst you have to work really hard you have to be the first one in the office and the last one out that's how you earn a good work work-life balance as you move up the ladder so i can tell you when i was a um an analyst i was two years ago Or maybe a little over two years, but less than three years ago, when I first started working, I was the first one in the office. I was the last one out. I was the best dressed. I was, and then I moved up the ladder so fast. I went from analyst to supervisor, which is like, you know, like three levels up within the first one and a half years. Right. And it's not because I was the smartest, it's because I was the first one in, last one out, first one in. But as I, you know, where I am now, the position that I'm in now, I can afford to be, to be like, well, I'm coming in at noon today. I got an emergency, right? Because I worked hard for it. So uh, as you move up the ladder, you're going to have a better work-life balance because, you know, you've already put in the work. So if you're a college grad, forget about college life balance. I mean, work-life balance, forget about it. You need to work really hard if you want to climb that ladder. But if it's not something you want to do, then, I mean, you can uh, uh, look for work-life balance. (laughs)
2: And uh do you have any like just personal finance tips uh for kids going into college, you know, how to manage their finances and student debt, stuff like that?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would say get a job. That's that's the best thing you could do in college, get a job. I had a job every semester. If it was in the during like the school semester, I was working at the library at school. I worked as a resident assistant at UTSA where I went to school. In the summer, I would have an internship and When you have a job, don't go spend your money at parties or buying, you know, it's it's easy to do that in college, right? You want to have fun, but at the same time, save some money, right? Save some money, because once you graduate and you want to move out, you know, sometimes you're going to have that buffer where you are looking for jobs and you also need a place to stay. And most people would prefer to have an apartment. So if you've saved up money over the, you know, over the four years or five years you're in college, you're going to have some savings. Um. When it comes to investing, I wouldn't really say invest because that's going to put a lot of pressure. I would say focus on saving money and creating good spending habits, you know, uh, or, you know, having a better relationship with money. Don't just buy things just because you have money and giving a job is going to prepare you for the life after college because it doesn't get easier. You're going to be working every day. Right. You're not going to have the, you know, the. You know, the social life that you had in college. So, having a job is going to prepare you for what life is going to be like. And learning how to save money is going mm-hmm. to help you a lot because once you get, most people, when they get a full time job that pays them, let's say, for example, $80,000 a year, now they're going to be like, what do I do with all this money? But if you learned good spending habits in college, you're going to know how to deal with that money, how to manage that money.
0: So, you were talking about how. Most, many people just waste their money once they get out of college. Are there any like mistakes that you made that you think others should try to avoid as, as much as they can?
1: Uh, I've always been really good with money since I was in college, since I've always had a job, but I've seen people, you know, they, I have friends that have gone into investment banking where, you know, he's like 20, like 22 or 23 and they give you $120,000 a year. They Don't know what to do with that. You see them with the you know, they buy the flashiest car, <laughs> they buy the you know, like the all the newest things, and then later on, you know, they're living paycheck to paycheck with you know, on a hundred twenty thousand dollar a year salary. And it's like, how do you do that? But it's because they never, you know, learned those skills on how to manage money, how to save money. And, you know, sometimes they don't even have an emergency fund uh, for emergencies. They have to, like, take out loans in order to, you know, just pay for emergencies. Uh, But I would definitely, definitely recommend learning how to manage your money. That's one thing I learned when I was in college. I knew that was important. I had a really good mentor. Like I said, my second internship, I was working under a VP of finance for, like, a global company. And you know, I still talk to him this day as my mentor, and that's one of the things that he told me: like you have to be able to manage money. If you if you're not keeping the money, it's just passing through you and going to somebody else, and no one's going to give you the money.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Finance sure. for Students podcast, and thank you to Nash Theo for being our guest today.